All right. So the thing that people need to understand is that, you know, if you unplug, if you just, if you, you're basically just going to be a homeless guy, you know, right now, like the way that things are. So you have to, you have to be selective about uh, working with what you can from your most, because there's so many aspects of uh, life that can be uh, self-sufficient. You have to start with the most basic and inglorious stuff like food and water, heat and power. That's like where you start. Most people just go straight up and buy in from some fucking Sanyo, you know, solar panels and battery banks and shit. That's not maintainable. It is for now for 20 years. It's not, you know, it's something you're going to have to continuously purchase to do it. Like there are, you got to do other ways. You got to start. I would start with water. I think water is like the biggest thing. Like if you can get off municipal water, that's like, if you could do that, it's a chore. It's a huge project and it takes a long time. Like it can take years to figure it out and invest in it. But if you can get off water, it's like the, you know, that's like a huge fucking, huge fucking, uh, load off on unplugging. Now in terms of, uh, like in the meantime, in terms of the other important aspect is that people need to wake up and, you know, the way to look at it is not like to use the, the social media to like, you know, the social media is censored and, uh, there's a coordinated international censorship program that's going on that is not published. It's just through the terms of service. Instead of using that to just like argue about stuff, I think like, you know, argue where you can, of course, always say what's on your mind, but don't, don't make, extra energy don't put all your energy in that the way to properly fight before this thing goes into guns blazing is to analyze the system and look at everything and then use the system what's there to destabilize power and so this is like this is the the uh the point of like releasing the yankee boogle is to make it so the government has to respond to everybody having the ability to make a machine gun and it being virtually virtually uncontrollable like they virtually you know they can't stop it because it's a file and it's in circulation and anybody can print one in three minutes on a 3d printer and 3d printers are ubiquitous so it's like everybody's got a machine gun now the next step is going to be to do the 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 demo course which is going to be a uh if i can pull it off and it's very difficult um it's taking me a ton of prep work i've probably read a thousand pages of uh, source documents trying to uh, like identify the most efficient ways to do this, trying to put put together a plan. And I'm almost there. I'm pretty close, but basically, you know, it's very, it would be very difficult to build an AR-15 from supply chains that are outside of control. But when you move outside of uh, weapons manufacturing, which is heavily regulated and and, uh, bottlenecked, and you get into just like general, you know, resources like uh, uh, products uh, without any kind of a specific field or something like that. You really magnify the the amount of uh, material that's out there and the combinations of things that you can do. But because not only are explosives, not only are they a fairly new development in the time scheme of like you know. Most of your stuff, like most of the things that people think of as explosives are developed in the last 70 years. Most of the things that people think of as like high speed, you know, movie explosives that they see in movies and stuff, most of that is developed in the past 
30 years. You know, so this is like a, a fairly uh, compressed uh, and, and recent uh, technology that has come to maturity. And the entire time it's been under, you know, industrial secrecy, like in terms of uh, how they're developing it for militaries around the world to launch these wars against each other. And the entire time, in the meantime, they've been, you know, trying to take away your guns and shit like that. And so obviously the next step is going to be to put out um, a bunch of procedural videos like demonstrating how to make really effective uh, explosives. And uh, I'm getting pretty close on it in terms of uh, like uh, doing a video. It's getting pretty close there. I'm pretty excited because I have some novel stuff that I found where, you know, you literally, you know, and, and a lot of it is like, it's basically on the cutting edge of uh, explosive technology. But then what I'm doing is, is researching uh, like the, the, the most recent trends and concepts and uh, discoveries in physics and in science. And then what they're doing in these million dollar labs and then taking that and then looking at the materials, like looking at what it is and then looking at what is out in the population, like in circulation and figuring out how to reproduce it so that it's effective using standardized parts and materials that are available ubiquitously everywhere. And it is so much stuff. It is impossible to regulate. It is like you cannot regulate it because there are 10 ways from Sunday to just reproduce whatever the thing is that they're going to regulate. And it would be an entire restriction on, I mean, you just have to remove all material out of the population to stop it. But we're talking like, I mean, essentially to give a description, what I'm talking about is uh, not only, not only will it allow uh, like greater safety in terms of uh, making uh, like detonating explosives and getting familiar with explosives, it will also, it will, it will also, and that's based off the, the the type of technology, like the type of initiation. It also has uh, things that the general population aren't are familiar with, like taking things that aren't normally considered explosives, and then like using them in a way. I don't, I don't just mean like mixing A and B. I mean like controlling all the parameters, like heat and pressure, and. Uh, uh, the time of raise like the, the ramp of heat and pressure to make things detonate that don't even that aren't that are fucking inert, like shit that is just like, you know, shit that is not considered explosive, like making it a fucking explosive and doing it with shit that costs like, you know, anybody can afford on a paycheck. Like somebody working at a fucking pizza shop can afford this stuff if they uh, look around. And that is the, that is the, um, that is the basic idea in this uh, demo series. Is it uh, is it going to be uh, pushing against the system pretty hard? Yeah, they're going to be pretty pissed off when I release this shit. But it is something that is like absolutely necessary, not only not only as uh, a mechanism of resistance, but also and primarily, more importantly, to give people something in their pocket in their in their brain that they can hold onto and keep for when this stuff gets bad. And when you do have the Bolsheviks running through here, taking all your shit and commit unjust crime against you. And when your government has behind your back, taken away your entire ability to resist, this is going to be your fucking Liberty pistol. 
people a day. I can definitely, uh, I can definitely see what you're saying there, man. That's fucking money. That's liberty. And that's that's pretty much where I'm at. It's it's like a it's like being a pariah. I know that there's like a lot of people that aren't gonna like it, and they, a lot of people didn't like the Yankee Boogle. And the fact of the matter is that those people are not gonna step up and defend me when this shit comes to my front yard. They're not gonna be there. They're gonna be they're gonna be yeah. back there wearing their fucking COVID mask and fucking doing whatever world government wants them to do, even if it's come and kill me. They're gonna be happy to do it because they're the the alternative. They're not gonna be able to bear which is to lose everything they have. And they're not going to be willing to do that. And uh, I know that. They don't know that. And so what they say doesn't really have a lot of bearing on me. I'm more of uh, concerned about people that aren't going to be turned into a weapon against free people. No, I I 100% agree with you on that. And, you know, this is knowledge. This is stuff, um, you know, people first, they need to start fighting for their independence, start fighting for their, you know, their, their right to be able to do things themselves, their water source, their power source, their heat, their food, uh, to be able to get off of the system, off of the, off the teat, essentially. An ability and, to defend, you know, ability all, to defend. right. And we all know this is all going to start coming to a head. Just like you said, you know, the train is going to end up hitting a, uh, hitting a wall or getting real close to the point where everything starts popping off. Can't be neutral on so, a moving I mean, train. They they want you they want yeah. you to think that this is about Antifa. They want you to think this is about BLM. They want you to think this is about some guy doing a mass shooting and they want you to think that they have everything under control and that all that you have to do is just be a good boy and then like things will be from like go back to normal. That's what they want you to think. They're, this thing is going to 100% come to you like a wave and then they are going to put things, they've already put things in place and will continue to constrict your ability to defend yourself from them. They have a lot of practice on this and they will never, they, they were, they're never going to admit to it. They're just going to keep on bringing a knife closer and closer to your neck until you don't have any ability to get away. And then you have to say, okay. And that is the, that is the entire thing. So the demo program isn't about, it's not about like making bombs or something like that. It's about getting the information out there so that just like when you get, just like when you get pulled over, do you think it matters that that cop has a gun on their hip, like in a holster? Like if you got pulled over by somebody that didn't have a gun on their uh, like waist, how would it be different? It would be a lot different. Everything will look different. Traffic stops will look different. Everything will look different. It makes a huge fucking difference that that cop can pull out his pistol right or wrong at any time and just plug you in your car. It makes all the difference in the world. It makes a difference in the, it makes all the difference that he can get on comms if things get out of control and call in 10 other police cars and they'll all respond and they'll all bring down 14. All of these things don't have to happen because they don't happen. I'm not saying this is going to happen. What I'm saying is that this is all a part of the equation of you, the power differential between you and who controls you through the intermediary of the humanity that makes up this entire beast. And it's, it's a part of the mental process about your choices. Like you may think that you're a good guy or whatever, because you know, you go with the flow and like, you're not going to get in a fight if you pulled over, get pulled over or whatever. If you were back in the 1800s and get pulled over by a cruiser, just like from 
2020 and it went back in a time machine and pulled you over, I guarantee that they would think of it a lot different and the response would be a lot different than what it is now, which is like total compliance. And the reason that it's total compliance right now is because you know the capabilities of threat. You know the – it's just like the respect that a, that a, a, a predator in the wild gets – from his prey when they don't want to, they don't want him to walk too close. Even if he's not stalking, even if a coyote is not necessarily stalking the prey, when animals see it, they're going to like make buffer room and, and move away because there's the, there's the understanding of the potential of the force there. Just like the cop, there's an understanding that's unspoken between the person getting pulled over and the cop of the potential of force to have compliance. Well, in the United States, we're supposed to be, uh, like, you know, a people foremost and then a government if it fucking makes sense. Not necessary to have a government. It even sa- it's, it says that. Everything in the Declaration says that the government exists at, in the service of the people for their liberty. Well, I don't think anybody that's not s- smoking crack is going to say that what they see going on is in service to people. It is absolute exploitation. The difference is that we don't have the ability to, to resist and the technologies that are employed against us are so extreme that there is a power differential that hasn't been gapped. And so I am doing what I can in, in the way that I can that is probably not even enough to be effective. But I'm just doing what I can to try to provide the American population and, and the world with better abilities to, to even the, the unfair advantage. Yeah. Yeah, if everybody thinks that, uh, you know, if everybody thinks that you're a rattlesnake, they're less likely to step on you. And the more people that have this information, the less likely they are going to uh, going to be stepping on you and your rights and taking more things away. I mean, we know it's going to come to a head, but the more dangerous your society is, the less likely that these um, predators are, are actually going to, uh, yeah. to come to you. Well, it's you know. the same reason. Sorry, go ahead. I, I was gonna say you can you can you can look at the whole situation and be like, everything's fine, everything's gonna go back to normal, it's no big deal, you're overreacting. You can you can do all that stuff. And you are. The the uh, you know, for somebody that's listening to this that's that's a uh, uh, cynical of this, the the you the you walk you walk your you back. Somebody's feedback hardcore. So you can look at this whole situation and you can uh, you can you can look at it and say, you know, this is overreacting. You don't need to be doing these things. It'll be used in the wrong way. There's there's a million different mysticisms that could come. Well let me let me mute, see if that helps. Yeah, it's gone. Are you a speaker? Okay. Dark, they're tracking you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's switched them, so. over to my car. Let me, really, really bad. All right, give me one second. Hold up.
right. Well, we have this little bit of downtime. Um, I guess we'll wrap up here and I'll time stamp it on my uh, high tech piece of paper and pen. And then uh, I guess let's uh, brainstorm and figure out what we want to name. This I, I want to name it. There's something in my closet. <laughs> is it a monster <laughs> is it your touchy uncle we don't know but something's in your closet <laughs> or i think it should be called it should be called i think there's something in my closet how did you come up with that i don't know i just it's like what kind of like what we're talking about All right. I guess um, I guess finish up. Um, I think Dark's trying to get on his ear pods. Um, and all right, I'm marking that down. And as soon as you start back up, um, I'm okay. He dropped. Um, all right. I guess start back up. I'm I'm notating the time so I can uh, all right. edit all this. So out. the uh, uh, so the deal is, you know. People could look at the situation and hope for the best. It's not going to save you when this this thing comes surely crashing down. You better believe that it is you know a fight just like any other real fight in the way that it's going to manifest to where all you know every unfair advantage is going to be leveraged, and you don't have the right to disparage other people of their liberty or their ability dark. Better get that fucking, that fucking car, car my I'm working on it. Throw your phone in the closet. Throw that motherfucker <laughs> oh out the window. God. You you are fucking looking every fucking thing that I'm saying here with that thing. I'm sorry. I'm back. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just wrap it up. All right. All right. We're ready. All right. Good talk. Good talk. All right. Good talk, Dugan. Hey, we look to talk to you here in the future and keep things going and get more information out. And uh, we'll definitely, uh, once we, I guess, start getting a, uh, a base underneath us, be able to start do a little bit more things to be able to put out information on becoming more independent uh, water sources, stuff of that nature. Um, and you know, also how to be the, uh, the most dangerous you can be to be able to protect your rights and also educate the people around you. I think that is a, uh, a good goal for this society and for America. And we need to take hold of the reins ourselves and we can't use social media to be able to do this. We have to, uh, be independent by ourselves and set the example for other people and let them know they can uh, they can be there too. So good talk, uh, Dark. Do you have anything to say before we? No, sign I mean off? I just I just going back to a lot of what we covered. Um, I feel like there's something in my closet, but aside from that, um, I I just think that <laughs> the majority of people are stuck in this place. Like Dugan said, that you know they're just going with the flow. They believe that there's only two places that they can live within this you know, politicized society and they, they have no idea 
about what's going on right around them, right under their noses. And every single person has a responsibility to be as dangerous as they possibly can while still being a caring, compassionate, loving person that values human life. And I think that this type of thing that that we're doing could be misconstrued to be hateful or wrong. But the reality is that we're doing it for, for, you know, the the exact opposite reasons that, you know, we would likely be accused of. So um, I think, you know, finding the balance and communicating that message is important, but uh, getting that information out there is, is huge. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very well said, very well said. The, the, like a person, a person is going to be totally unfamiliar. Not only are they totally unfamiliar with uh, like weapons, they're totally unfamiliar with explosives. Well, if you're, if you're listening to this and that makes you really uncomfortable and upset, you're going to get more upset because there's no way that you can stop it. It is literally, I mean, there are thousands and thousands of explosive compositions that can be made uh, from all kinds of things that you have in your home that are in the gas station, that are in your stores, and you cannot stop it. And uh, the, the, uh, the danger there is like obviously when people don't understand what they're doing, it can really get out of control and uh, become very dangerous quickly in terms of uh, safety. And like the, the, the train that you're saying is not there, the elephant in the room that you're saying is not there, it's there and it's coming. And just because you don't see it and you want other people not to see it doesn't mean that it's not there and doesn't mean that you have the right to prevent someone else from trying to get the fuck out of the way, you know, and trying to, and trying to set up some, some pokey sticks. So when that fucking elephant comes turning and and running at them, they can poke the motherfucker and get it down because they know that it's going to come, you know, like there's, and this is, this is, uh, this is obviously, obviously, uh, you know, people have the right to exist and be free and we can't do that. We can't do that right now. You don't have the, you don't have the choice to opt out. There is no, there's no option to go sit down in Congress and like take a hard look at what's going on and prosecute the criminals. Like there is no law. It's just a kangaroo, a kangaroo law system. And obviously when that becomes realized, it is going to be mayhem and disaster. And in the meantime, you can keep on denying that that's what's going to happen and then have nothing prepared at all, have no knowledge, have no ability to defend yourself, and just be standing out there with your dick in your hand while you're, while the you know people have their way with you and your entire family and there's nothing that you can do about it. Or you can be capable of defense in a realistic way. And you know, people... You know what... That so, Dugan, you're telling me I, I can't opt out of this and uh, not agree to the terms of service. That is, what is that what you're saying? They don't allow, yeah, it. no way, dude. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I, what you just said, that I, I would say this to anybody that may have listened or be listening that you know is just like, wow, these guys are, are fucking crazy. What I would say is, if if you've gone the majority of your life just living life based on you know the the lanes that society has paved for you. But this last year you have felt uncomfortable or in fear, or you went out and you bought a gun, you know, because you finally realized that you're the only person responsible for your personal safety and the safety of your family. If you felt just that like something is off and you don't fucking know what it is, 
this is the type of information that you need to get to to open your eyes to what's really going on. Yeah, and the people, you know, like the people in Russia when they got their nation flipped, it didn't look like what it was. You know, like when when 1917 revolution was going on, they had no idea that they were about to go through, you know, an unending period of decade after decade where millions of people get literally executed, like unarmed people getting civilians getting executed continuously, you know, tens of millions of people being shot by, by the state apparatus. The Russian people had no idea that that was going to happen when they started seeing destabilization in Russia. The Germans were once, you know, after our founding in the United States in the 1700s, during the 1800s, the Germans were like number one in the world, technologically, culturally, everything. Like they were, they were the United States where we are for, for a, a brief period of time. And they had no idea that one day they were going to be occupied by the Soviet Union and they were going to be having their like women raped and their like men's were going to, their men were going to die in the millions. They had no idea. They had no idea they were going to have a world war one and they were going to be, you know, spread all across Europe. Like, you know, everybody getting killed. They had, nobody had any idea that this stuff was happening and they sat there and watched it as it continued. No one had any control. Rest assured that this bad feeling that you have in your gut, you've got it for a reason. And you are having a, a foresight of what is coming. And you know that, I mean, what do you think? They're just going to give up? Like, you think they're going to be like, oh, I guess they don't like it on Facebook when we make them do COVID compliance. I guess we'll stop. They're not going to give up. It's going to keep on going. You don't have any cards. What do you have to tell them to stop? Your words? They're not going to listen to that. They don't care. You have to have actual leverage. You don't have leverage to the state because they have them all bribed. Your only lever is going to be through you and your family if you're woken up. Most people are not woken up. They are going to assist the system. A lot of your neighbors are going to assist the system as it comes down on you, as this thing progresses. And so, even if it's unknowingly, even if it's unknowingly, because they can't, they can't snap out of their of their total in in you know they're they're inundated they're completely flooded with stimulation from uh controlled media from uh stimulation for you know like continuing get continuing to get a paycheck so they can live month to month year to year keep up with the joneses like all these things promote the veil of uh inundation where people cannot comprehend what is really going on in front of them and nobody can see that your house material is is becoming as cheap as possible. Your walls are paper thin. Your house is made out of two by four studs, whereas it used to be brick and have fucking like oak two by four studs, you know, that were actually two by four, not, you know, freaking. Yeah, on every, on every on every quarter inch less, you know, like all you used to have high-quality products made in the United States. Now everything has been supplanted by China. Why is that? You think people didn't like having quality products? No. Your government gamed it so that you didn't have any choice. Why didn't you have any choice? Because you went along with it. Because you were a good boy. Because you paid your taxes. You fucking towed the line. You did everything that you were supposed to do. And now you're here. If you keep on doing it, you're going to end up further down this path. It's logical. It's obvious. Like, you know, Get it, get the fuck out of the way. You can only dig the hole so deep before you yeah. can't see the sky anymore. And we're pretty, we're pretty damn and deep. And what in the I hole. want, because we are that deep, 
is to get the information out, just like you know Dugan was saying. And I want big government to be exactly like you know what Japan said when they chose not to invade. That they would be so terrified because there'd be a rifle behind every blade of grass. Well, what, what I want is that there'd be a UHE behind every bolted door. <laughs> <laughs> Knock, knock, yeah. motherfucker. Sorry, that may have been too too lit. Yeah. You may have said <laughs> that out. The idea no. of it, though, the, the cable, I, like right now, I mean, it's just like that Senator Sowell or whatever said, like, the people, he said, in it, there was a senator that said in a tweet when somebody said uh, he was proposing uh, really strict gun control, and somebody said, like, the people will revolt. And then he had this famous Twitter supply, reply where he said, uh, he said something along the lines of, People can't fight the government. We have nukes. You know, like that's what he said. And uh, and like, you know, it it is true. Like they have all the tanks and the planes and the nukes. And what do you have? You don't have shit. You've got rifles. It's not going to work like that. You're going to have to use nope. more. Yep. And that's why you need more. Is the government going to give you more? No. Are they going to teach you about explosives and how to defeat a tank? No. You're going to figure it out? How are you going to figure it out? That's a fucking steep learning curve. People need to have this information. It doesn't mean that they're going to go out and like, you know, start trouble. It means that they're going to have it while there's information is still available, while you still have a remnants of the first amendment before this thing gets completely cut off so they can get the information now. So that 10, 10 years down the road, when hopefully you fucking wake up, you will already know where you can at least get the information because everything's at least saved. Everybody will put it on a hard drive. They'll save a copy of it. And then they'll have a stepwise, a stepwise accessible way to be devastating if they choose to, if they choose to, it doesn't mean that yeah. somebody will, won't abuse it. It doesn't mean that, I mean, fuck the government will probably set up a fucking false flag where they abuse this stuff just to get an excuse to go after people. But yeah. It doesn't matter because if the information is oh, yeah. out there, then people have it and then they can use it if they so see fit. I don't dictate to you what you see fit or what you choose to do. And I don't dictate to you that if the entire United States wants to be enslaved, then so be it. But in the chance that they don't, in the chance that there's still a light burning in there, I want to be able to give you something, a little gift on my way out. That's it. <laughs> Love it. I agree. Well, hey, on that note, I think we should uh, to end this. And you know, I'll be happy when instead of instead of seeing simply safe on a little placard in front of people's houses, I want to see protected by. H&M. Oh man, you know what? Thank <laughs> you so much for bringing that up. Uh, I forgot to mention that uh, today this episode is brought to you by Black dot com. Enter code Dugan twenty to receive 20% off of your subscription. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Hey, Dugan. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to edit, you know, this last part out. But, uh, yeah, uh, any intro music, uh, background music, or if you decide to come up with a, uh, uh, a comedy gold on some type of advertisement to be able to interlay in between, uh, breaths or something like that, definitely let know. And uh, we'll start to be able to do that after, I guess, this episode. Um, but 
we'll go from there on that, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for yeah, your time, dude, brother. Thank you. I'll, I'll see. I might be able to whip up something. I'm going to go work on some music. I'll see if I can find something. All right. Hey, can we be your uh, your test sample, man? I can't because I, I, can't cause I only have headphones. <laughs> I can't run the speaker because oh, gotcha. I got a family sleeping in there. <laughs> No, I got you. I got you. Uh, um, oh, hey, FYI, apparently you can mail stuff for free as long as you write down uh, material for uh, material the for the blind. Yeah, I'm not even joking. It's a uh, a postal code uh, thing that they enacted material for the blind or disabled. Um, no, no. Uh, what the fuck? No stamp is required. Okay. Literally yeah. look it up. Just type okay. in material for or the blind mail, right? And you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, I I'm mailing rifles and everything else I can for this shit. write <laughs> the destination address as the return address and send it with no postage." <laughs> I don't know how this package ended up in Florida. It needs to go back to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. All right, Thank brother. Hey, you have a great night. Uh, Dark, I'm gonna give you a call as soon as uh, we're over with this. So. All right, brother. All right, Dugan, much day. love, brother. Have a good night, and we'll get a hold of you on uh, the okay. the next uh, right, next bye. recording. So, all right, brother. All right, Dugan.